0: What would you be willing to do to survive in a hostile new reality? I'm kind of starting to get worried. He usually doesn't stay gone this long. What would you be willing to destroy to find your missing family? I'm sorry, little guy. But I have to eat. And what would you be willing to sacrifice to escape the liminal lands? To whatever... Whoever has taken my family from me, I'm coming for you too. And there is nothing on this earth that can stop me. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 9 of The Liminal Lands Philosophy. Before the episode starts, I just have one quick announcement. I have been releasing this every week, and I'm going to be pushing that back to every other week or bi-weekly, or once a fortnight, or however you want to say that. I don't want to do that, but I feel like I need to for quite a few reasons. And one of them is to just provide a better product for you guys to listen to. So sorry, and thank you for your patience. Hello once again, hypothetical future listener. I'm going to hop on my Little Red Wagon for a little bit. I realize that probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense to you. It's kind of an inside joke with really just me being the recipient of its insideness. Uh, I don't mean Little Red Wagon as in, I'm going to fix his Little Red Wagon. Which, that's something that's always been confusing to me. I mean, I always took it to mean something like, I'm going to whoop his ass, or I'm going to set things up so he gets screwed over. I mean, it's never a good thing. But what the hell does that have to do with a wagon, whether it's little or red? And fixing it, what's the etymology of that? Was there some kind of insane asshole going around, quote-unquote, fixing kids' little red wagons by making it where a wheel was going to fall off or something? Uh, Anyways, sorry, I digress. I don't mean Little Red Wagon by that, and I don't mean literally, you know. I'm not literally going to hop on a Little Red Wagon. Although, with this broken leg, I may end up doing just that. Just scooting around in a radio flyer like there's no tomorrow. I'm sure I'll be able to outrun my silent friend out there like that. What do you think? You think I can outdistance you like that? A little red wagon and a cloud of dust? No, I don't really think so. No, what I mean whenever I say I'm gonna hop on my little red wagon is I'm about to get philosophical on you. You see, when I was a kid, I had every single Calvin and Hobbes book that was ever released, I was a true fanatic. And when Bill Watterson, the author of Calvin and Hobbes, when he wanted to tackle some kind of deep metaphysical concept, he would take Calvin and Hobbes and stick them on a little red wagon and send them down a hill or off a cliff or something like that. I I know, sometimes it was a sled instead of a wagon. That's kind of splitting hairs, don't you think? It's just us two here. I think we can let that one slide. That's kind of what I want to get philosophical about. Is it really just me? I mean, I'm talking into this tape recorder like someone can listen to it in the future, but that's all still hypothetical. I mean, really, really hypothetical. Everything I've seen so far points to the fact that I'm the only one left, or the only one here. And I really don't know which it is. I mean, the longer this goes on, the more I'm kind of forced to think about it. Because, let's be honest, there isn't a whole lot to do besides think about it right now. The more it feels like this more than likely has something to do with me and not everybody else in the world. I mean, which one is more likely? Everyone, everywhere, has gone. They disappeared in a short amount of time, they didn't leave a clue to anything, or something's wrong with me. Occam's razor would seem to lean towards the latter one. And if you don't know what Occam's razor is, from my understanding of it, it's a just kind of a thought experiment that states something like, if everything is equal, the simplest solution is most often the correct one or the solution that requires the least assumptions is the correct one. You may have heard the saying if you hear hoofbeats think of horses not zebras and I think that's pretty much the same idea. So if we take Occam's razor and we start slicing away with it, it seems to me it leaves us with something being different with me and not everybody else. As far as I can tell things went foobar when I fell out of that tree. That's where Occam's famous razor starts failing me. I don't know which is a simpler solution. That the fall killed me, or that it drove me crazy. And to be honest, I can't say I like either of those options very much. In one of them, I'm lying in a hospital bed, or hell, still out in the woods and hallucinating like crazy. In the other one, I'm Dead and gone and in some kind of crazy afterlife. I've said it before, but I've never heard of any kind of afterlife like this. But again, I don't know a whole bunch about various theological ideas that aren't one of the big three. And if I'm being even more honest, I don't know a hell of a lot about those either. I never was much of a church-going man. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I don't believe in a higher power. I do. I'm just unsure of what exactly that higher power is. You know, I've always kind of thought it would be the world's biggest cosmic joke ever to die, only to find out that all the major religions had gotten it wrong and some small, uncontacted tribe deep in the Congo is the only group that got it right. Or hell, take that idea just a couple of steps further to the logical extreme, and the only person to get it right would be some crazy homeless man in New York who eats out of a dumpster, wears a diaper on his head, smells like piss, and preaches his religion every Wednesday at noon to a group of feral cats. Now that would be the greatest cosmic joke ever. And hell, who knows, maybe that's what's going on. I know that if my life were an episode of The Twilight Zone, this would be purgatory or something like that. The twist would be something crazy like the thing that's been trying to kill me is God, or Satan, or something like that. I don't know. I'm not Rod Serling. And since I'm already being all philosophical, speaking of purgatory, I seem to recall reading somewhere that purgatory is never actually mentioned or explained in the Bible. Just something that religion had kind of constructed to explain some of the inconsistencies within the Bible. But I'm not entirely sure. Hell, I could be making all that up. Don't take it as the gospel truth. And no, I'm not sorry for subjecting you to that god-awful pun. Deal with it. With all of that said, where does that leave me? Nowhere new. Crazy? Dead? Or something else entirely? I don't guess it really matters. I'm gonna keep going on. All of these philosophical ramblings don't really change anything. I've still got to keep going forward. I've got to keep trying. I've got to make it back to my family if I can. My family, my wife and kids, mom. That's what really makes me think crazy isn't the answer. I mean, if I was crazy, Why wouldn't I hallucinate them here with me? Why wouldn't I imagine something bizarre like some kind of crazy world where they're all with me but we suddenly grow wings and get to fly around? Why wouldn't I imagine something fun? So let's just take that option off the table for now. If we insist on continuing to use Mr. Occam's razor, that leaves us with dead and some kind of weird afterlife. I don't really like that idea, so let's put the razor down, stop hacking away with it, and step back. Hell, let's get fanciful. After all, it's just a thought experiment. It doesn't mean necessarily that the easiest option is always right. Sometimes it actually is zebras. And the idea is if all things are equal. I don't really know if all things are equal. Maybe the razor isn't the right tool for this job. And that just puts us back at the top of the decision tree all over again. Either the world changed, or I have. Either there was some kind of strange phenomenon that changed the world, or it changed me. Damn it, I just keep going around in circles. I'm making all of my decisions on incomplete data. Why couldn't somebody have been considerate enough to leave a note outlining everything that had happened? People can be so damn inconsiderate at times. I mean, honestly, if you and everybody else on Earth are suddenly just going to up and disappear, is it too much to ask to write a note for somebody left behind? Hell, at this point, I'd take a hastily scribbled post-it note that just says something like, Jesus is taking humanity out for dinner in a movie. Don't wait up. (sighs) these things are absolutely disgusting when you chew them up but man they sure work a hell of a lot faster that way i'm gonna close my eyes for a bit i'm gonna get back to some more philosophical bullshit when my leg stops hurting so much see you then I feel sick, a bit feverish. Maybe that explains why I've been so contemplative recently. No, I'm being contemplative because I don't want to think about the fact that I have no idea if and when it'll be safe to open the door. I feel like that guy in that story, The Lady or the Tiger. If you don't know what that is, Look it up. I can't explain everything to you. Take some initiative, hypothetical future listener. I'm sick. Listen, I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. I'm frustrated, so I'm taking it out on you. And you most likely don't even exist. Blood poisoning, maybe? Something else? I think this fever is getting worse. Why didn't I get some kind of antibiotics when I was in the pharmacy? Hell, fish box would probably work. Maybe. Do antibiotics work on whatever causes a fever? Hell, I don't know. Probably wouldn't hurt, though. Good morning. Maybe. What I really mean is I I did get some sleep. There's no telling how much, but it's not like it would really matter. Even if I knew how long to the second, I still wouldn't know if it's safe to open the door. I think my plan right now has to be to just wait. Wait until I'm so hungry I can't stand it. And then I can take my chance and be. Be gone, bitch. Go on. Get your ass on right here. Go on, get. Uh, hello? Uh, hello? You in there, boy? Thank you for listening to Season 1 of The Liminal Lands. If you've enjoyed this and haven't yet, please consider leaving a like or a positive review, telling your friends. Anything like that helps me grow tremendously. Starting next week, we're going to have a new release schedule every other week. Thank you for your patience, and please keep enjoying.